one thing with simplicity is also to not to confuse it with minimalism. It doesn't mean that you will end up with that single dot on the page. I think simplicity is about focus and really defining your the uh, the purpose or who you are and what you stand for as an organization, where you want to go. And once you have that, so that's uh, the, 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 the strategy, then everything will pare down to that. You are listening to One More Question, a podcast by the people of Nice Work. One of the things we often catch ourselves saying is, can we ask you one more question? This podcast is all about sharing that, the best conversations we've had with significant brand builders, experts, and communicators. The people that we've encountered as we go about our work of making people care by creating impactful brands. Season three is focused on unpacking the topic of branding. We talk to people who design brands, own brands, build brands, and even those who hire for brands. We explore what brands look like and how they behave across a wide spectrum, from world-renowned brands with massive budgets like Spotify to companies that are making big waves on small budgets. If you're looking for insights on the best ways to invest in and build your brand, this is the season for you. I'm your host, Ross Drakes. Today on the podcast, I'm talking to Lisa Inibis. Lisa is the Partner and Creative Director at Studio Dunbar an award-winning international agency with a Dutch heritage, specializing in visual branding and motion. Lisa is directly involved with all the main projects, such as the visual identity for the Netherlands, the Royal Picture Gallery, and a refresh at the Van Gogh Museum. Before joining Studio Dunbar, she worked at Pentagram London for several years. She's the co-founder and host of typeradio.org, the podcast station on type and design. And she's also the co-initiator of Demo Design, a motion festival. On the podcast, we talk about the difference between branding a country versus a local animation festival. She shares the Studio Dunbar philosophy and how they only work with clients who have ambitions and drive. She shares how she thinks about collaboration and what she has gained from being an active supporter of other people's work. Enjoy. Lisa, thank you so much and welcome to the podcast. Thank you and thank you for the invitation. I think this is my first being on the other side of the microphone. Yes, you were saying I like this, that we flipping the mic in this episode and people can hear all the things they want to hear from you. I hope so. So my first question to you is, you know, when we spoke, I was struck that you're, you you think quite deeply about how you approach work and how it is applied. Can you talk a bit about the Studio Dunbar philosophy and how you think about design and brands and how you approach them? Now, when we talk about the philosophy of Studio Dunbar, we always define it with pure, simple, and powerful. So purity is really, really important. It's where we try to get to the really the essence of a brand, uh, both strategically and creatively. And when it comes to simplicity, it's to find the most simple uh, answer in it. And when we combine the two, 
if you have purity and simplicity, then we feel we get to a very powerful uh, result. But the way to get there and how we get there is, uh, is a long journey. I mean, it's uh, very <laughs> simple to say, but it is a long journey. Um, for myself, I really believe in the strength of collaboration and, the, and working together. And that doesn't uh, only mean uh, between designers, but also in collaboration with our clients. And uh, having a very open dialogue and really putting in all our um, expertise uh, together to create that one single gesture or a brand system or uh, whatever the question is or however we are approaching uh, uh, the answer. And uh, we always think of ourselves like a, in a way, like a pancake. Um, because, for example, and, and uh, hopefully a good pancake, because when you make a pancake, you need three ingredients, or at least how uh, we're making it uh, here, well, at least how I make it, which is eggs, milk, and um, uh, flour. flour, obviously. And you need these three uh, ingredients to make a good pancake. If you don't have flour, you don't make a good pancake. If the eggs are bad, it's not going to be successful. And it's the same way how we work. We need all three um, or uh, all three to work really well. And the addition of the three will give you a good result. So we really take care of each other, want to uh, perform well, to play well, to get to the good uh, to the good results. So it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, you know, it doesn't mean that if you have a, a great design team um, that you will have good results. You also need a good lead or a, somebody really great in finance or, uh, or even the person that picks up the phone every morning or says welcome at the door. It's really the power of everyone together to create the uh, good results. So that, I would say, is our... Uh, our philosophy. I like that. I mean, the one thing that strikes me is this idea of simplicity. Now, we see a lot, our clients can't see the simplicity in their world because they're too in it. They're too, they've built it all, they've seen it take shape, they're married to every piece that they've invested thousands of blood, sweat and tears and dollars into, how do you get them to let go and move down to something simple? I mean, there is a, one thing with simplicity is also to not to confuse it with minimalism. It doesn't mean that you will end up with that single dot on the page. I think simplicity is about focus and really defining your the uh, the purpose or who you are and what you stand for as an organization, where you want to go. And once you have that, so that's uh, the, the 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 strategy, then everything will pare down to that. Then it's easier to uh, to make choices to be able to say. Uh, yes and no, because you know you're going to that uh, to that single point. How you get there is a, you should keep that open. Because if you say no, there's only one road and that's the only way. Um, yeah, then uh, yeah, 
journey might be not so exciting. But that, uh, I think with having that focus together, that helps in uh, in uh, how you make uh, decisions and how you, I mean, not only visually, like what is the visual outcome, but also how you lead and uh, how you lead your uh, organization, how you behave. I mean, I like that. Is there a, a method that you take people through to get them to that shared point of understanding? Yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, it's, uh, there are, you know, with um, uh, my partner, uh, Tom Dorstein, he is the strategic director, and that I think he's the one that is, really plays a key role at, in this part of the project, where he takes the clients through um, and defines with them the uh, strategy uh, of the company. And when it, when how I play a role in the part is once there is when the, there is the strategy defined uh, with the team we work uh, together to find the, the the visual answer or what you know one thing is that you can put everything down in you know words and everybody can believe the words but what does this mean after that you know how does this come to life so um, really it, it's uh, Looking on a visual perspective, how does this purpose come to life? And there, it, it works exactly in the same way. By having that purpose, we can make design decisions that we can um, uh, that we can pare down to to that to uh, the answer. And it really helps. And what I I really enjoy is that um, to get if everybody's in agreement in the beginning, then you it, it's almost every, everything starts falling in place. It's like Tetris, you know, like uh, that game, like, okay, if, if this is the, uh, if this is the, uh, the answer, these are the questions we have to ask. These are the, all the components we need to, uh, uh, to solve. And um, yeah, and it is that if the strategy is, ex- is strong and clear, then the answer uh, is always, you know, then the the answer will be there. Mm. I'm loving, I'm seeing more of this sort of thinking coming out of branding studios where the work goes in both directions. It goes out into the world in like a very creative, unique, special way, which is almost what we've always done. But it's also going back into the organization to help them think about how they do their product, how they talk about what they do, how they reward and acknowledge each other. It's it's quite a powerful thought that moves sort of through the organizations. And then when you get it right, the experience of the brand promise and the products, when you get them, they kind of meet and match. And that's like a phenomenal experience for a user. Oh, I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, uh, yeah, and um, there is a lot of components and a lot of people. You have to have, also, of course, you need to have a lot of people on board 
to get to that uh, right, uh, and depending on the, uh, of course, on the size of the organization, um, and and to get to that point, you can. I think if you 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 need to to um, connect to. I think within an organization in, in uh, several levels, you can't just have the, the CEO and, and uh, that one person because this is, involves also big changes usually. Mm. So um, that is, I think that once you get the right people involved and you are able to make that change, then you can get also to that, that single result that hopefully means a lot to whoever it will affect or who for who it's for internally so, and externally yes i mean one of the things you mentioned earlier is your way of working that involves collaboration so much can you talk about how you structure the teams and how they engage with the clients and how you see that sort of collaboration playing out at all the different levels. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's a uh, to go back a little. I think this is also um, a change in our uh, profession. If uh, when I started off, um, uh, and uh, actually uh, also when I started off uh, at uh, Dunbar, the designers were relatively isolated. You were, you know, it, I, I call it the. Uh, in a way, the ego generation, you had this single uh, designer, they're given a project, maybe there were two designers on the project, they both work out the answer to the, to the question. It was their, uh, you know, almost their creation. And that was what, uh, uh, that was presented. Maybe there's, uh, there were two, uh, two things, to, two proposals, three proposals, uh, Anyway, that was the way it was uh, uh, structured. What we see now in uh, in the last few years, also with the development of te technology, that you do get a lot of people, that a lot of specialists in um, in our in our field. So you can have you have a motion designer, a type designer, a creative coder, a visual designer, and they all come in with a different perspective. Um, on how to answer the question, but you need the the connection of all of them together. Of course, when, when I mean it's not necessary every time you have a, for example, a type designer or a creative or you know a, mm. uh, or a sound designer. We um, uh, and it's that bringing in all the talent together to be able to answer a question everybody needs each other because i mean uh, of course they're they're probably out there like these very talented people that can do every everything but these are quite specialist areas so by using and working together um then we really that's where I, what i call is teamwork where you can really create something more than what just that one person can that also happens with the collaboration with clients, the dialogue. We, we share sketches from very, very early on just to understand. Also, we're not, you know, uh, we're not scared to share something um, 
you know, whether it's bad or good. That I, I don't believe in uh, <laughs> that. Maybe it's uh, badly crafted, you know, it's not well drawn or well coded. Uh, but uh, in terms of ideas, it's all, you know, everything is quite rough. And we share that also to understand what, uh, like our thinking process and also with our clients, what they are thinking. It's a, a start having a dialogue and also understanding where, what they're, um, you know, where exactly, like how do these words, you know, how are these words in everybody's mind? How do they come to life? Mm. And, um, and that, that dialogue really, really helps to get to the right result. So you don't go into that concept presentation and you say, and here is my, you know, concept. And everybody is, uh, you know, like either they love it or hate it. They're already been part of the journey and they know, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing, uh, uh, you know, it's not a huge surprise. And they don't, yes. you know, like... You know, you avoid that discu discussion of like, you know, of course, some people like surprises, you know, like, uh, but, um, but they are, you know, it's part, you know, they've made part of these decisions that they see there. And that I think, uh, I think uh, works uh, really well. And one important, I mean, of course, we're now talking strategy and design, but part of this whole, uh, to make this work is also having very good people that manage the project and um, uh, manage expectations. Uh, you know, like this, this is really uh, also key to, the, to how we uh, uh, work together. Mm. So that is... Uh, I think that is more or less how uh, it works. But how we set up the team, I mean, uh, of course, uh, when I, with every new project that comes in, uh, we share, I mean, we share it with the whole team. And if there's somebody that really wants it and loves it and, you know, is really keen, like, oh, I want to work on this festival or I want to work on the, uh, uh, on the branding of the trains of the Netherlands, I mean, if somebody's super excited, you know, and we'll, we'll do any, you know, we'll do as much as possible to make time for that person to work on the, on the project. Um, so, and also looking at the question, like who would be the right people or the right character or personality that would, uh, that would bring, uh, this to life. bring this to life. And, um, yeah, so that is more, I think more or less how it, how, uh, we work. I mean, I like it. It's very similar to how we think about clients' engagements. And that is that we are the outside perspective and we are the experts in positioning, branding, storytelling, illustration. These are the things we know. They are the ones that have built a train network. They know more about a train network than we ever will, that we ever could even hope to understand. And by pulling them in, you get the best of that knowledge of the trains and how they operate. And then you bring it to life using your skills. I think yeah. I love that you called it the ego era. It's that like, Don Draper style, like, here it is. This is who you are. And now you need to live it for the next 10 years. Ta-da. 
Yeah, it is. A, I think it. I mean, of course, you know, we all love that. Uh, you know, watching uh, Mad Men and uh, and the Don Draper, and we dream that we were. Not, but for me, that is also. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, it is another era, and I don't. And I d actually don't. That is not what I uh, strive for. I. Mm. I, I I, I really the idea of uh, collaboration and then also with workshops that we do we've you know bringing people together organizing festivals um, and really um, you know pushing together all together like the creative industry that is something like uh, something that I really really look uh, uh, forward to and I enjoy and I, I, I and I I want most all designers to have a voice. I don't want that just that one person. And um, so that's something that I, um, I, I enjoy the, the, this next uh, phase that we're in, this, the collaborative, uh, the uh, collaborative phase. So, so tell me a bit about that. You know, you seem to work across these different scales you've got the branding of the country the netherlands and then uh get together for a few creatives you know in an office and everything sort of in between how do you think about those different projects at these different scales or do they sort of become the same thing in your head yeah, in a way, it is. There is no there. There, you know, there. It's also the same question, like, oh, um, you know, like uh, uh, the different. Oh, it's a corporate client or a cultural client, or you know, these. Uh, or it's a. Uh, it's uh, really uh, for a organization or for you're designing for a country or you're designing for uh, uh, two people. I think it has to do with the level of. Um, it's the level of ambition, you know, if there is this drive to make a change, to, uh, to, um, to make a change and how far you want to go, it's, that's where I, uh, we connect, uh, we connect, uh, best. So I don't, I actually, I, of course, a project like designing for the Netherlands can be a lot more, uh, complex than um, designing for a much smaller scale because of the of how many people are involved. But in ens in essence, you you are uh, you are doing the um, you're doing the same thing, and it's, it's the same excitement. You know, maybe the uh, uh, the answer. Uh, for for, uh, for um, the identity for the the Netherlands feels a, uh, a lot uh, less experimental in the eyes of something cultural, but it is also you always have to understand what is the question and what is appropriate and what is right to create uh, something um, to create uh, something for them. Uh, but I. Yeah, for me, I don't see as long as there is an ambition and drive that um, uh, then I for me, there is no. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, approach it differently. It's just the same. Uh, 
it's the same um, excitement. And if we can take, you know, one step further in terms of innovating within identity or and you know, uh, taking new steps in terms of technology, you know, those are the extra and the things that I'd like love to uh, push further. Uh, but um, yeah, I, did, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have this, oh, I, I prefer small or large or culture or corporate. I don't see these, uh, I, I don't see those differences. And I even get more excited if you, like when you start working with um, uh, organizations or companies that have have not been designed before, you know, like if you were, I don't know, with for I don't know for a sanitary company that makes I don't know parts of toilets. I don't know. This is an area I would never, I don't <laughs> even know about, and that is great, right? About our profession that you are uh, that we have this unique. Like, you know, when you're a kid, you say, oh, I want to be a policeman or I don't know, whatever this uh, doctor or whatever people come up with. And that's sometimes I feel, wow, that is so that's that one thing. But with graphing, with design, we're like going into everything. You know, you learn about millions of things. We're like the best people to go out for dinner. I could tell you could talk about every anything. I love that that thing when you're saying all your clients or you want your clients to have ambition and drive. Like, what does that mean to you? What does ambition and drive look like? That's something that you can latch onto and get as excited as you just did and sort of create the beautiful work that you do. Yeah, it is that they are they're looking they they're looking to take the next i mean they're taking the next step in their uh in the in their organization and they're committed to it and it doesn't uh that doesn't necessarily and i'm not talking about the uh rebranding like it doesn't need to be like everything has changed um uh, you know, like, oh, the, they look like this one day and tomorrow they look uh, completely different. It does, that's not always, um, like, visual design doesn't necessarily always need to be the answer, but that, uh, uh, that need for change and the need to um, take their organization one step uh, further, either to make it more clear or to uh, um, to make it more clear internally how they communicate to become better communicators. But if they're making changes just because it's, you know, I don't know because uh, uh, I'm new now marketing yeah, director. Director, yeah, it's all you know. If it's oh, it's uh, we've got a budget left over for the end of the year. What can we do? Or I don't know, new uh, CEO. We I need to do it just because I'm new and uh, that is uh, you need to do it because it's it's good for your organization or for your company and it will uh, it will mean something. And it doesn't necessarily mean for profit, you know, that is not, um, uh, uh, not the, not always 
that's not always the drive for Makes change sense. for uh change it's for awareness or for uh, yeah for many di- for different reasons i love the other thing you talked about earlier was taking some element one step further and i I see in so much of your work motion and animation is almost scaling up so if you look at the newer work it feels more animated and more alive is this somewhere that you've been deliberately driving towards yeah motion uh yeah this is some i love i yeah it's like um is i uh, motion is something that i love and i i find um yeah the more the the more we work with motion uh, well we do with actually an act- in all our projects uh uh half the team uh, is all, uh, half the team is uh, like the motion designers but like i think motion really really uh brings it de- definitely brings the work to life we see um how uh how brands are behaving and what um where they exist you know you see them on uh, they're on multi platforms you see them on you know your desktop or mobile out of home they're uh, constantly moving around so it's not like a one uh it's i'm going to see that logo on that building and on a, a truck they have this uh uh multiple uh, the multiple surfaces where they live and if you think of how they're moving from one to the other, actually, them, I, I speak to them as if it's a person, right? <laughs> uh, there are, uh, it, it, motion is, an, in a way, is, is the answer. You could, they, having something static is almost, like, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I don't believe it anymore, you know? Like, it's, if you consider it like a person, you know, it is like the, the minute you move, it also says so much about who you are and what you stand for. And motion really, really can define uh, a personality. We, we've always had, you know, of course, it's typography and color and, uh, you know, size. But that movement, and it's even in the smallest movement, that can really define a personality of a brand. And it's really developing uh because i mean there was movement everywhere i mean we see movie i mean we go to the movie everything moves right but when it comes to branding it's really defining that pr- personality within movement and it's in a ve- in in very small uh it can be in a very small gesture that makes a very big difference of how you uh see uh um uh, yeah, how you feel one brand from the one logo to the other. It has that really uh, uh, this extra uh, part, and it's not even an extra. I think it is part. It is ingrained um, that uh, really adds to um, identity, and I think it and it plays a very very big role. And we'll see it more. We and it will be more and more and it's not movement for the sake of movement huh not like uh, mm. you know you have these you're online and you see these banners that flash because you know to attract your uh, attention 
it really, uh, uh, it's about telling your story and how you tell your story. And, and yeah, and, and, you know, next is, you know, the, the metaverse and how we behave in the metaverse and how you experience them in a more 3D environment. So, you know, we're going, you know, discovering I mean, new areas. Deeper. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, the two that popped into my mind when you were talking is um, Google's little four dots that when you squeeze your phone and you ask it something, the dots sort of pulse a little bit as if they're listening to you. I always love that movement and it feels like it gives Google which is a big faceless organization, a bit of personality and life yeah. in my hands. Yeah, it's become it becomes human, and they and that is such a that is a perfect example. They have they have that, and you see it how many times has been copied uh, uh, since then. That is really just as that small gesture is. Yeah, you cannot do it again. I mean, you're not allowed to do that. You know, that is Google and it makes them and it makes it human and it makes it uh, gives it a life. Um, but that is a great. Uh, yeah, that is a great uh, example. And then the two best logo animations of all time, the one I thought could never be beaten was Marvel, where they've got the comic books pages flipping in and it was just like my childhood come to life around their logo and then i saw the star wars logo animation where they've got all the helmets from star wars behind the type as it draws in once again like a very emotional experience of a brand that you already hold deep to your heart to sort of captured in three seconds, five seconds of movement. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, of course, like if you say Star Wars, I, I mean, the, the title, like if I think, if I think of the titles of Star Wars, for me, <laughs> that's like the all time classic. I, I remember like when I was a kid and then watching this big screen and all the, you know, how the types would just, move uh out but um yeah it is it is a it's nice you say that because i i'm now i now like i revisit i'm looking at all sorts of um revisiting like really looking at you know for inspiration i i mean i'm not like watching wildlife movies for like how do different you know, uh, I don't know, jellyfish moving, like what is their behavior in comparison to, I don't know, a cat, you know, how do they move? You know, like what is it that they have or even just watching people like, uh, uh, you know, how are they, how do they walk? How do they move their hands? Everybody has a very different uh, uh, way of doing. I watch... um, um, I, I've been watching like these very old uh, cartoons of uh, I don't know Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, like all these, like all these character animations. Uh, there is so much inspiration out there that I think okay that we've you know we've in a way as graphic that we've boxed that in into like oh that is animation, 
but there is a lot of the, like every everything is there that you can learn from that you can bring back into uh, motion. So um, yeah, this is something yeah that that is really become this is actually not even become it is part of the way of working. So a uh, visual designer with a motion designer. Uh, they they work together in looking for uh, the answer, and one it can come from one or uh, uh, or the uh, other, and it can be from the movement, and it's capturing a movement to what does what could that mean uh, as a still and vice uh, and vice versa. It's the dialogue that I think is very uh, exciting. Mm. I mean, so. So you're considering all this animation as part of this color, this illustration, this typography. Now there's how do we move all of these things play out to build that almost visual footprints and -hmm. personality of the brand. What are some of the other places that you're exploring and pushing into for for the brands or the projects that you're working on yeah i mean of course of course there's sound um that that plays an important role um so i'm really excited that uh actually as of next week there's a sound designer joining uh the team um because yeah when you think of motion adding when you have sound or you're reacting to sound that that really also brings it together um of course there's um uh coding how can we um uh, there's two creative coders in the team how can we create tools to um create different um uh systems to um, to have motion, for example, react in different situations with different inputs. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and uh, yeah, playing with all these elements and seeing, uh, where we go. Of course, there's 3d that we need to explore. There's, uh, creating, uh, universes. I mean, there, yeah, there, it, it, it's just so, so many, <laughs> I think I think there's so much there to um, to uh, still explore and also work with many many different people uh, with different uh, experiences and uh, input. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's something I'm looking uh, further to. But of course, again, it has to. You know, all the. I mean, we can talk about everybody and uh, and everything, and you know, and sound and motion and type and color. But it really, really needs to be what is right to the the. What is the right answer? And what is the you know? What is the question and what we're trying to achieve and bringing mm-hmm. focus? So, if it's neat, if the answer is static, it should be static. If the answer should be motion, it should be motion. If it's. Uh, if it's uh, the metaverse, it should be the metaverse, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, always go back and answer um, and see what is Pure, the question. Simple, simple and power. powerful. I like exactly. yeah, powerful. I like that. So, I mean, as my last question to you, 
you've talked about collaboration and how you engage with your team and how your teams engage with your clients. But I also see you very active in the design community and you're very, I want to say welcoming and you organize festivals and you get people together, which stands a little bit apart heart at some of the elements in the industry where people don't enjoy the success of others and people don't, they keep their concepts and their philosophies behind closed doors as special source. Why, why do you do that? And what is your sort of thinking behind being like that? Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I think it's important to support uh, the design compu- community. I mean, that is really, uh, I, I really don't believe in, in this uh, closed uh, door. Like, what am I hiding? What is there to hide? Like, uh, what, you know, like, uh, it's not, uh, what, I mean, I'm sure, uh, like us, everybody shares the same thing. We all go through the same um the same uh, processes. We're not inventing uh, the wheel. It's not like the race to the, <laughs> the the moon here. It's not like oh, we're the the first. You know, we are all you're. We are all inspired. We're inspiring each other. Uh, so it's important, I think, to share and share our work and build our strengths and make sure and also to be uh, recognized. I hate. I absolutely hate the the um the how sometimes um within the community we we can be very judgmental and very much cutting down on our uh, colleagues and on the the profession. I understand you might not like some some person's work like it's understand you can't force someone it is what it is you know you like it you don't like it. But then to be overly vocal and even go to like the like to the 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 public and say how rubbish somebody else is you're like killing your own you're killing your own profession because mm. somebody that doesn't know what we do is thinking oh look these uh, you know the these designers you know look what they've done and look at that horrible logo or whatever you know we're fueling something that's not necessary so supporting the design community is is important and also to un- that and uh, to support it and, and for every, to understand that design is not it's not only design you know it's not only about making something it's not about attractive it, we're there as uh, to help people communicate but uh, sorry now I'm going off on a tangent but uh, you know, I've always, always, um, yeah, I've loved, I love to talk to other designers and what inspires them and what, um, pushes them further and giving them that platform for them to speak, I think is important. And it started, I mean, I started with type radio, uh, I think 15 years ago with, uh, um, the foundry, uh, underwear and, um, Donald Bakeman, where we, yeah, we started there. We wanted to give type designers and designers a voice. So it was all, as a podcast. So that was 15 years ago, like to share 
their ideas with other other designers. And the same thing, I think, with uh, motion is really to put motion on the map of design and, you know, not share it only between designers, but share it with the rest to see, like, what are other possibilities? Because mm. if you don't come together as a collective, sometimes you'll never be seen. And I, I um, yeah, I think, yeah, and that's, I don't know, I, I yeah, I, I think give room to all designers and give people the space and share it and acknowledge, acknowledge it and applaud it. Um, yeah, and you don't have, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, it also comes back to you in a way. I love it, like, that, uh, that we see that there is work of a very young designer that was shown in uh, a demo uh, um, that now is doing brilliant work and working with many different people because somebody saw their work or was inspired by that or a type designer that we interviewed that was very, uh, you know, was, was quite young at the time and now have, you know, is flourished. designing the most pure, flourished and, and maybe we, one day, you know, we meet or we work together. I don't know. Like it's always, it is, what is there to lose? Right. If you, there's nothing, you know, like if you sit, you know, Closed. like, uh, there's so much, uh, so much, uh, uh, there, yeah, there was a colleague of mine, uh, he's, uh, Malaysian and he always said, you know, like, like if you keep everything in your hands, like everything in your two hands, um, and you don't give away anything, then you cannot bring anything again, you know, like by giving away, then you can bring more in and you can learn more things. So. Yeah. So what's the point of just, hug, you know, keeping things to yourself? You're never you're never going to get inspired like that or learn from other people, other cultures. So, uh, I mean, I think uh, I fully agree with you. And I'm going to talk to my three year old boy, Sebastian, because he loves nothing more than to try and hold every car that he can <laughs> lay his hands on. And then they start sort of popping out and yes, falling exactly. onto the ground. And then he can't pick them up and the whole thing sort of falls apart. But, yeah. you know, I can say from doing one more question, I've had some conversations that have shifted my way of thinking. I've learned things, seen things, experienced things that I never would have. Um, and I think it is for the better of me personally, but also for anyone and everyone who engages. Yeah. Thank, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. That nice... Uh... And now I picture your son with a car. I tell him if he gives one car away, maybe he can get a, another Three car. Three back. <laughs> Three back. Who knows? <laughs> well, no. Lisa, I mean, thank you so much for your energy and your passion and for the work that you've put out there into the world. And I look forward to hearing what your next um, identity sounds like with your new sound designer. So thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you uh, a lot. You uh, made me... Uh think uh, a lot i'm excited inspired awesome. for the next uh, steps 
Thank you. Right. So I think with that, uh, we'll catch everyone who made it this far in the next episode. So thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. We believe that sharing knowledge is an obligation. So if you know someone who's building a brand or needs some inspiration for their brand, please share this podcast with them. This is our third season, and we'd be grateful if you'd hit that subscribe button so you're the first one to know when a new episode comes out. Or even better, leave us a review and tell the world how much you enjoy listening. This really helps. One more question is brought to you by the people at NiceWork. NiceWork is a purpose-driven company helping people who want to make a dent in the world by building brands that people give a shit about. We're based in Johannesburg, South Africa and serve companies around the world. If you'd like to know more, partner with us or make a suggestion, reach out at www.nicework.co.za. And if you're one of those really old school people, send us a letter and we'll make you a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs>